Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. All right, boys and girls, we hope you're wearing sweatpants today. So loosen them drawers up and have them dollar bills ready, because the podcast boys are back. That's right, and just getting off the pole, covered head to toe in body glide, is sexy Mike. Make it clap for him, Mike. Shake it. And you're wondering, where's Patrick the Hattrick? Well, he's working hard for those 20s. He's in the champagne room with his hands full. Keep it working there, Pat. We miss you, buddy. Get the money while you can, my friend. But settle down, because you're in for a treat. That's right. He bends like a pretzel, and he's ready to show you his stuff. Put your hands together for the juicy man himself. That's right, baby. Now, <laughs> right after him, you want to stick around for a toolsy. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> I didn't know the music was going to run out. This is awesome, guys. Keep it going. All right, I'm going to keep going. Keep it going. All right. And right after him, you'll want to stick around for the man who's always carrying an extra large toolbox. That's right. It's CK DJ himself, Dan O'Toole. That's right. And I'll be here all night, folks, because I'm Engineer Jim. And we're gonna keep you bopping and rocking all night long. Hit it, Mike. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Hey! Yeah. That is one strip joint I would never go to. <laughs> Ever. Can you imagine Patrick in the back with a <laughs> in each hand, just like, <laughs> I'm not making enough money to pay my rent. <laughs> Please come. This uh, podcast is in memory of Patrick Muldowney. He has passed away. So. Pat is dead, everyone. Pat died taking uh, selfies on Santa Monica Beach. A couple of seagulls flew by and shit on him so violently that he swallowed some of the seagull feces and perished. Uh, he had a good run, though. Rest in peace, Patrick Muldowney. Uh, Let's pour one out for him, or not. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> it's my one-a-week yerba mate time. Uh, Patrick, by the way, is in Charlotte, Charlotte yeah. for the All-Star race. Yeah, for the I think he arrived race. two weeks before the actual race. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, it's actually brought to you, by the way, the Jane Dan podcast is actually <sighs> brought to you by our good friends, at Fox Sports Live. Fox Sports Live, it's our television program. It's on every night at 11 Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Tune we in. We want you to enjoy the show. Oh, yeah. Speaking of racing, <laughs> joining the Canadian uh, Wall of Fame this week is Canadian racing legend Greg Moore. Uh, 
if he was still alive today, he could have chose his uh, his series that he wanted to race in. He could have gone F1. He could have yeah. gone NASCAR. He could have still been IndyCar. Uh, died in a tragic accident October 31st, 99, here in California. Yeah. Um, I Not was work- far from here in L.A. Uh, it's one of those moments, if you're in sports, you know exactly where you are. I was working yeah. in Fort McMurray. I was at an Oil Barons game, and the, the news came in. It was just tragic. I was uh, working in the TSN newsroom as an editorial assistant, I believe. And I was just about to leave for Saskatoon. Saskatoon. And, yeah, I remember everyone was just totally floored by it. Speak Like, you see uh, when Kyle Busch hit the wall this year and there was no safer barrier, he yep. broke his leg. He hit a cement wall. Mm-hmm. Greg Moore did. Like, that was way before safer barriers or anything like that. So uh, if if we had... Today's safety standards, that accident would have never happened. Do we have, did someone suggest it specifically? Yeah. Should we mention? Yes. I don't see who that came from, but uh, we'll find that. It was a, I believe it, it was Mike. on Twitter. Right. Uh, Mike Gr- is handling the drops today. Yeah. And, and uh, I speak, I dropped that. Yeah. Due now to the, Patrick's death. Pat, so. now, since Patrick died from the seagull. Forget sex, buddy. So, there you go. Mike <laughs> doing a great job of the drops. So. Oh, I forgot to get you to, I want to make uh, Dan's uh, favorite segment rapid fire. I want to make that a, like, get a jingle for it. So maybe next. So week. just rapid oh, fire from like, the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Go well, like, yeah. Yeah. Dance rapid. So we fire. assassinate the guest. On yeah. Yeah. We want. We like, want some sort of jingle to indicate. Speaking of assassinations, fire. I saw that uh, American sniper when I was flying up to Canada. What a flick! Clint Eastwood outdid himself. Yeah. Didn't he? Wow. <laughs> I actually haven't seen it. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. So long, my time beauties <laughs> up. <laughs> Didn't you also see a comedy that you weren't that impressed with? Uh, I saw Horrible Bosses 2. That's a perfect flight movie. Right. Garbage. Because I didn't see the end of it. I don't think I need to. No, no. I think you know how that wraps up. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston just gets filled by all three lead actors. <laughs> yeah, she plays quite a raunchy role. Well, she hey, in the first one, too. I want to thank Hockey Manitoba for having me up for yeah. the 100th year anniversary. Uh, you were Jay, up in the You were uh, via satellite. I tell you, I, I, I thought it went really well. I thought the audience received it very well. Um, and you had a great time. And so you were there, but you didn't go to the Palomino. I'm kind of disappointed in you. I did say. tell everyone, though, after. I said, we're all going to the Palomino. Yeah. But they had a band plan. Um, it was... Uh, Let me guess. This. No, no, no. This was the name of the band. And I, I, sweet. I, I wasn't supposed to make fun of anything. They wanted to be a very, uh, very clean event. The name of the band... Flesh Tone Rockets. Is that not a Yeah. <laughs> is that is. not a Yeah, yeah. that's a Flesh that's a Tone Rockets. I like that. That's, you know, it's a but, you know. <laughs> I've referred mine to as that a few it's times. It's a Flesh Tone sure, Rocket. Sure, the sure Flesh Tone Rockets. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they rocked out. and uh, Fire what, away. Uh, interviewed a bunch of people on stage. So have you ever met Sammy Joe Small, Canadian uh, goaltending legend for uh, Team Canada? I haven't had the uh, the opportunity to meet her. Nicest human you ever meet. Uh, tells a great tale. So, uh... Jim Pro, what a surprise! Out so, of nowhere, <laughs> veteran, veteran stagehand Jim Pro comes. Jim, come on Jim, in. Come have a seat. We've got a uh, we've got a headphone microphone <laughs> for you. What is this? Jim brought me a Coke. He always oh, brings me a Coke. So much. First I of have all, this record Jim, at home. Jim, this is incredible. Hold on. This is unbelievable. What do you have here for us, Jim? Uh, well, the greatest <laughs> hits from Anne Marie. This is incredible. And she's yes. Jim Pearl. Right up on the wall. Right? Yeah, yeah, she's there. Right yeah. up oh, top. Yeah. Canada Snowbird huh. is there, Jim. She oh. is. Seriously, look at her. What a she's looking fox. Good, huh? <laughs> we remember Snowbird. Right? You know oh, what yeah. that is? That's yeah. a good head of hair. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, she yeah. looks. Uh, she looks. You know, what, Jim, there. you'd like to know this. Uh, she's a very good golfer. She, Extremely good golfer. Well, she plays you can a lot. Tell by the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jim Pearl is our veteran stagehand. He's nearing his uh, his long run here at Fox, and uh, we're we're sad to see you go. Uh, yeah. But you still got a few months left in you. Couple more so more. long, my time it is up. You're gonna hear random uh, oh, things here like that. Yeah. That so what Jim does that. during the show, you're like our uh, our psychologist. You come out and you you know when we're we're upset. Uh, you you yeah. know when to lighten the mood. Yeah, you do. Uh, we we just take care of you. It's that's so what, much that's fun. what we do. So you've been working at Fox or around Fox for for quite a while. Too you long. worked on the Best Damn Sports <laughs> too Show. Way too long. Oh man. Yeah. Huh. You had some good times in the Best Damn Sports Show, though. Well, yeah. There was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the Wild West then, right? Yeah. It was. We had a, a a group of people that were um, not normal as yeah. far as. <laughs> Uh, like John Sally, John and... Sally, the crazy guy, all yeah. great guys. That was, you know, that that was the best part about it. Yeah, was that there was a lot of people involved, and they were all. It was fun. Every one of them. Tom was, Arnold was, was Tom there. Arnold, great guy. Yeah. Chris Rose was a great guy. Uh, uh, who else? And then you had uh, tw- unforgettable. People. You had Peak Tweeden. You had Peak Leanne Tweeden oh. too. How yeah. nice was that coming in every day? Maybe it's not a day you want to come in. Yeah, and, and you then know, you, you see and then there she is. Yeah, just lighting and then up the room. Our, our friend Miss um, Thompson. Oh, Carissa. She showed up. That's right. Yeah. That so was cool. Early days of Carissa Thompson. Right. Now you have, Before she got, you know, yeah, she's, old. Yeah. She's, <laughs> yeah. Hang Sorry. her up. Hang her up. She's been ridden yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. You're going to miss this place, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> right? No, um, what do we have to do to convince you not to retire this fall? Uh, it was, <laughs> what if we send an Uber to get you every day at home? Yeah. We stock that Uber with a nice cocktail. Uh, that, yeah. No. Okay. And then you just come out and hang out with us. Well, you know, I was thinking of that, too. I think I will pay you money just to hang out with you guys. You don't have you know, to pay I'll, us. I'll, I'll, we'll we will go to dinner. You. But this this work, go to work, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, and it's overrated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to get away from it. I mean, that's what's so weird about it. I've 40 years or 41 years of doing this stuff, of trying not to work. And I'm finally, I did it. Yeah. And then that's what's really kind of cool. And I'm so happy about it. So Boy, you're, you're dealing with the miss- same thing that David Letterman's going to be dealing with. He's like, I don't, what am I going to do when I'm retired? What do, what do I do? You know, people worry about that with me, you know, and I have, it doesn't come up. <laughs> I, I can screw around better than anybody. Yeah, me I too. can go through a day of just, not doing you got you got the cats to look after. Exactly, yeah. I got cats. What are the cats? The names? L.A. Times crossword the needs puzzle. to be done. I got yeah. the puzzle. I got cats. What are the cats' names? I got Syracuse. Great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why the cues? Is he running the show? There's he always is, one cat is, that he runs the show. He is the, the alpha male, and he is such a. <laughs> It's <laughs> just unfortunately just a badass cat. And then uh, t- t- two others just you know they just try to they're hobo cats. Follow the yeah, lead. they just they just like get out of the guy's way. And and Syracuse he is such a he, he and he's like walks and he does just one of these you know and then you know if he doesn't do anything yeah, he's, he's just faking it. He's trying know? to assert his right. dominance. And, what, what you know and the other cats like Ugh, you know. Now you have uh, what your favorite show to work on throughout the years. You've done a million things in, in Hollywood. I mean, you've worked on so many different. Uh, you things. know the uh, like it's really I, the favorite thing. I I think the best time I had was uh, as a road manager. I was a Mitchie Gaynor's road manager. 
Remember Mitzi Mitzi Gaynor? Does yeah, anybody tell us who no. she is again? She's an old Hollywood star. She was the star of South Pacific, the movie South Pacific. She was a dancer-singer from the 50s, really, and early 60s, did a Las Vegas act. And she would go on the road, and she had, like, a crowd that would always show up. And she was amazing as far as she made a living doing that. And, and going to every like, little town, you know, and doing that. That was fun. See, that, that was sounds showbiz. like the craft was... celebration tour. Like, that was our favorite thing we ever did. Like, going on the road is the best. Right. Jim knows this, too. Like, just being on oh, the yeah. road. Right. Well, yeah. This is helping us tap into the Mitzi Gaynor fan base now. Quite a big. <laughs> Quite a big. few Mitzi Gaynor it, Yeah, it's all in Florida. But, uh, <laughs> That's uh, right. Florida and Arizona. Yeah. Some parts big, of Arizona. Big. That's right. Um, and then you had an encounter. I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here. Uh, with the woman who played uh, Jan Brady on the Brady Bunch. We were friends. Yeah. We met at a, uh, I used to run camera at commercial auditions, and uh, she came in to audition for something, and uh, we struck up a little thing. But <laughs> okay, no, wait, wait, wait. And, that, and that's it. No, no, I know. You don't, have, you don't have to give details, but when she comes in, are you like in your mind at the time? You know, this no, I didn't know who she was. Oh, really? You didn't, I didn't know who she was? I didn't know. Uh-uh. Okay. In fact, the girl I worked with that time, you know that? That's a. Uh, uh, Really? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't watch that. And was show. there just instant chemistry kind oh. of thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Jim Pearl. So you you survived how long here on this very lot? Since 1997, this building opened, I think, and I did. Uh, I was a stage manager for the first show that that happened on Studio B. What was it? What was the first show? It was the you know uh, like oh NFL and Fox. No, 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 it was like a a Sports Center thing. I don't know what it was called. Oh, Fo- uh, Fox Sports News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, okay, when Olbermann came here. Well, even a little before before that. Little, yeah, I can't even remember like who the, the final ticket were. it was called or something like that. I don't know. Uh, it was just <laughs> a solid blur. Yeah, yeah. I mean they've so tried a million they, highlight shows here and. None of them seem to be worse. Final score. <laughs> Final score. Final no. score? No, that no, was, it was That was upstairs somewhere, yeah. like here or something. I, don't I was know. with um, but no, Siciliano. It was, yeah, I can't even remember. It's like Kevin Fraser, I think, was the age. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing yeah. back then. I can't. So pre-Fox Sports News. So you survived that long on this lot. How do we survive yeah, that how do long? We give us the secret to longevity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't you, want to get kicked out. It's not going to happen. <laughs> 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 just pack it up no, and get out. Just forget it. No, it's short-lived. Forget it. There's no tips? No, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Well, no, pretty, no, what's going to happen to you guys? No, seriously, you're going to become big here, and then you go to... ESPN and become big there. No. And then, then, uh, that, that's Does it. that mean we have to move to Bristol? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you will. I don't. Yeah, it's, I don't that's like, okay. I like, we, we, see, we like it. Like, you're like us. You're not from L.A. You're from no. the Pacific Northwest. Right. Seattle. Yeah. And so you, you came here and never wanted to leave. Like, it's the weather. Yeah. Well, that, that'll happen to you guys, too. You, 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 you're already, what, two years here? Yeah. Right? Two years and, in and, July. And, Wow, just like this was going to be 10 years. Yeah, it, it does will. fly. It, it just goes like that. And it's it's a great – I love L.A. You'll lo- you love it. Too. I wish we could play I Love L.A. by Randy Newman right now. Let's play it. Let's sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, before we let you go, I yeah. want you to pick your favorite Canadian on the Canadian Wall of yeah. Fame. Wow. Yeah. There's quite a few to hey, choose you know, from there. I saw uh, – uh, uh, Got some covered a, up over old, here. Gosh, you got some good ones. Yeah, yeah. we do. I think we? Martin Short. Yeah. I, I yeah. you know what a guy. He was great when he came. And in, he, wasn't yeah, he? he wasn't he. he was what a, a class guy. act. Yeah, he's a good. Oh, Dan, boy, you got. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of, of Canadians out there. A lot of Canadians. 
Uh, Jim, thanks for joining us for this stopping by. We wanted there. to have you on for so long. Well, what are you going to do with this? Play it. Going to crank it. <laughs> okay, crank it up. We're going to play these bad boys. How did you have two copies? Well, uh, they're just lucky, I guess. I was very lucky. These are very nice. I think he got a, a tip from a friend of the podcast. If I could have this you know, dance for the Andrew, rest of Andrew my life. Ha- handsome Andy picked these up for yes. us. This yeah. is pretty good nice. Guy. I like it. We'll have very to have Handsome guy. Andy on, too. Jim, thanks so much for stopping well, thank by. You guys. Thank you, This was uh, awesome. Okay. We'll okay. see you out on we'll uh, see set. You, yeah. We'll see you on stage A. Or B. Forget. Thanks for this, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Thank Jim, you, Pearl, Jim Pearl, everybody. What a legend. Awesome. Awesome. So glad we got him on that. How nice is this? The Anne Murray Records. So if you see any Great of our gift. stuff online, Jim Pearl appears in a lot of uh, our things that we do on the show because he he just uh, he just goes with the flow. He's just uh, just a terrific uh, human being. Hey Dan, uh, uh, I went to the doctor this week for a physical. Oh. I hadn't been to one for quite a while, and I turned forty last year. So my wife insisted that I get the old uh, prostate exam. Yeah. And uh, that's interesting. Have you, have you, Jim, have you ever? Weekly. Weekly. Yeah. Wow. Just your wife. Just yeah. like, and she yeah. plays the doctor. Oh, and, absolutely. Well, I just thought it was because you always. It's ha- not always the finger. Right. It could right. be, it could be any digit. Really? Really. Yeah. Pretty now, you much. didn't go after you had a Dodger Kitchen dog. Kitchen utensils, out. whatever. No, I didn't go after a Dodger dog. I uh, I had to fast. <laughs> oh, my well, I, God. I, I ate, and then I had to fast. I couldn't drink. Normally, I get home, and I have a few drinks. Couldn't do that, so I was jonesing for a drink. I get in there. Uh, my doctor's hilarious down here. He just talks nonstop. And uh, so it starts out, you know, like the, the normal physical, and then it's like in the end he's like, okay, we got to do the prostate exam. So he's like, so, uh, you know, take everything off and uh, – and I'll be outside, and uh, I'll come back in. All right. Oh! So, fair <laughs> so I, I stand there. So I'm just standing there naked, you know? Like, I'm just, like, standing in front of him, like, just, like, I'm just standing there. He walks in. He's like, hey. But it's so amazing how doctors <laughs> hey, are just, yeah. That? Yeah, doctors are just like, yeah, whatever. I've seen all this a million times before. But the weird thing is I'm standing there, and then he, and I'm just going to demonstrate with Dan, he, like, just, like, my junk's right in his face. And he just gets right into my junk. <laughs> like, as if he's just going to give me a blowjob. And just standing there. And then I got to do the turn your head and cough oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I've never done the you turn never your head done, and cough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of cool. And then, you know, inevitably, he's like, okay, it's time for the prostate. So he goes, uh, he goes uh, elbows. So I'm like, okay, right, okay. So get down. Mm. Lean the elbows right down. Ass sticking in the air. And I'm kind of like you know, gesturing my ass away from his face, thinking Delicious. he'll just like, he'll just put his arms sort of around, you know, he doesn't want my ass directly right in his face like he's going to give me a rim job. But no, he's like, no, no, swing it right around here. Like, swing it right around. So he's literally sitting there, and I'm like backing my ass into my doctor's face. And then he, I hear, like, I hear the, you know, it's like ominous. Like, you hear that. <laughs> like he's lubing up the fingers and then it just uh yeah slid right in there and it was over faster than i thought it would is be. it all good everything's good yeah no problems there all good. but i thought Play maybe ball. he'd linger there a little bit you know he's got it he's got to check it out well i wanted him to but he didn't so i felt a little bit cheated so anyway everything's okay did i just thought it was weird did he ask you to relax at all no because every time it's with me it's like hey 
Just relax. You're puckering I can't it up. Relax. Tight. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Just relax. It'll be <laughs> yeah. all right. I can't relax. Yeah, it's impossible it's to relax really, in that yeah. situation. Yeah. I was just amazed that he wouldn't just do it where, you know, he just kind of went like this, like that. No, he's just like, bring it around here, straight up. He's a professional. Yeah. Yeah. Where is the banana you have, to, have you done that yet? I'm going to have to, I guess. <sighs> yeah, you, ready. Everybody's doing it. You, you, got, got, time. you, you have, have to do time it. Here. It's, a, it's a fact of life. You I'll get do mine it. done on the podcast. You know what? That would be, be nice. Yeah. That would be a public service on your part. Can Mike do it? No. I'll wear a glove. No. <laughs> what would we have to pay you for Mike to stick his fingers up? You're going to have to meet a But lot. he's not a doctor. He, he doesn't know what he's looking for. <laughs> no, but just in general. Say I we're think just it's like, like a blockage there, right? Like, just say, what? Give us a. There, there's got to be a dollar figure that would enable us to film Mike sticking his digits up no. your bum hole. Why not, eh? Uh, <laughs> not answering that question. Oh, we'll, <laughs> hey, get back, we'll get back to hey, that. Hey, we one have more. a body glide update. Remember we talked about body glide last week? Uh, my brother sent me a text, um, and he says, uh, 15 guys at work use body glide and swear by it, and we walk 10 to 20 miles a day. Man, we got to get this, these body glide guys as a sponsor. And um, remember we played that song last week. My brother also... Um, uh, followed up with that. He says, can't believe someone did a remix of Stroke Me and you didn't bring up the fact that mom requests that song in every dance she ever goes to because she has no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> stroke Me. Yeah, like Stroke, that song. Like that's yeah. what they did the remix to. I don't know who sings that song. Strokin'? Strokin'. Uh, Billy Clarence S- Carter? Didn't Billy Squire Strokin do the original? Me. Right? Strokin Billy Squire was the original. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, hey, uh, can we get back to Winnipeg for a sec? Uh, sure. We had something that happened on the podcast. I, I, I uh, appeared on the Illegal Curve afternoon radio show on TSN Radio. I've heard of it, yes. In fact, really I, nice went out, guys. I went out with one of those guys when I was in Winnipeg. Really nice guys. Uh, and this happened um, during the radio interview. Just on a few albums. So here's the thing. I was watching a Springsteen. Uh, we have a, a station in the States that always shows concerts, and I stumbled upon an old Springsteen concert. Is that someone's pubic hair on the desk here? <laughs> Is that a pubic? That, no, I mean, that might be one of my beard no, hairs, Dan. But I, I don't have great hair, so follicles. So that could very easily just be one of my hair okay. follicles. Anyway, guys. Uh, so, so we I, had pube on the desk. Now, I, having met both those guys, they do... The one guy has like a really thick beard. Did like not a, match his beard hair. A super hipster beard. Didn't match either of their beard? No. Beards? Mm. Why are pubes following me around? That's the only question I had. I don't know. I can't answer that question. Uh, we have some uh, viewer uh, <laughs> some viewer emails. Viewer, listener. Uh, this is from Philip Bowen. Dear Jan Dan, my brother got me hooked on your pod a couple years ago. We are both American listeners in Michigan and seriously love the show. Oh. I also have to thank you for getting me introduced to Yerba Mate iced tea. I tried one and now I'm hooked. I've been ordering cases of this liquid crack from their site. Much like Toolsy, I can now hardly function without some ice-cold yerbs coursing through my veins. <laughs> With an 18-month-old daughter teething in our house, yerbs keeps me going. My wife was skeptical, but now she loves yerbs too. Not so much the pod. Sorry, boy. She thinks Jay talks about breasts too much. Breasts? I do? I don't think you ever talk about breasts. I don't think I talk about tatas, do I? I might have. Without the pod and yerbs, I really don't know what kind of society we would actually be living in. <laughs> Your number one fan in the mitten, Philip B. Take it easy on Mike. He means well. Yeah. I do mean well. Yeah. 
P.S. Wondering of Engineer Jim as a connection to Engelbert Humperdinck. Oh, well, let's do a wow. quick early version of Six Degrees of Engineer Jim. Oh, that's Engelbert a tough one. Humperdinck. Man, that's a really hard one. I could not name a single one of his songs, Me but neither. I think my parents own like seven records of his. I was amazed a buddy of mine, yeah, mine went too. to see him in Edmonton like three months ago. Reed? He's still uh, Joel Gottlieb, CTV Edmonton. What a guy. Love anchor. that guy. He went to see him. I'm like, wow, Engelbert Humperdinck still touring, still bringing him in in Edmonton. Maybe at the uh, River Cree Casino. or uh, I, The closest I have to that is uh, I have a connection to Neil Diamond, Ooh. and I have a connection to Tom Jones. But I'm sure I, they've all played together. Heavy hitters uh, right uh, And I've, I've worked with both those guys, but not in just briefly, like when Neil did like I don't know, 10 nights at the Greek theater. I was on the crew that recorded all those shows. And then I worked with uh, with Tom Jones. And uh, <clears throat> I want to say it was the great, who is the producer of the Beatles, everybody. George Martin. George Martin. With Tom Jones for one day. It was pretty what? cool. Yeah. So George Martin, I'm almost more interested in George Martin. Like, yeah, it was it was awesome. It, it, him and his son with, uh, uh, with, but it was really before his son was really getting into producing. He was he was young and he uh, he was in the states and he was with him and another another mixer, another engineer. I don't remember the guy's name. So wait, uh, jo- Jones comes in, just bush everywhere, yeah. tits all over. He. <laughs> Women following him. Yeah, he just—he is the man. Yeah, he—he's. What's he like? He's still is he the good, man. Good, yeah, good guy. great guy. Yeah, great guy. And the, uh, like the young women still like him, and the old he women. Seems he's like totally. he, he would smell a like uh, like brood aftershave and sin or something. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like uh, Irish whiskey and yeah, right. and aftershave. Yeah, right, was his yeah. last hit "Sex Bomb"? I think it, it was. might have been. Yeah, yeah. He did a record with uh, Third Man, Jack White's label. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's that could cool. be a hit. Hmm. I like that. Still yeah, it was cool. I, I don't remember what record it was for. I don't re- even remember what it was for. It was like a blur. The, and I couldn't believe, you know, I'm sitting here the whole time. Friggin' George Tom, Martin right yeah, there. Yeah, George you know? Martin, Tom and, Jones. And Tom Jones, one of my earliest memories as a kid, my mom was infatuated with Tom Jones. So she had all like all his records and Streisand's records and you know, I kind of grew up basically, you know, I think my first records was like the Partridge family or something <laughs> like that, you know. And he still plays like the Glastonbury festivals and all that. Yeah. Like he, he gets performs. thrown in with totally like the new, the new He bands. can play with anybody. Yeah. Anyone. What if, uh, how much money would it take for us to film Tom Jones sticking a finger up your ass on the podcast. Now you're on to something. There you go. Now we got something. Hey, when Neil Diamond, when you did those 10 nights, same set list every night? Uh, he changed it up a little bit. A little bit? A little bit. Mostly Not... did the hits, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the whole show was practically hits. Yeah. And, you know, everybody in the crowd <laughs> standing, singing Sing every song. Oh, he's, he's a master showman. And when he records in the studio... He usually has a lot of friends and family, brings an audience in. I don't know if you guys saw any of that Sinatra stuff. Yeah, the, uh, uh, the doc? Yeah, yeah. But, but he would have an audience, like close friends and family, sometimes sitting in the studio while he was singing with the orchestra. Well, uh, Neil Diamond liked to do the same thing. 
Like to have an audience. Yeah. Just like us. You know, like it, uh, you know, it's uh, motivation. You know yeah. what I mean? You're you're not just in there singing in a booth. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's the juices flowing. It's, yeah. That's why I like to have uh, to have Periscope going when we're doing Fox Sports Live every night at 11 Eastern. You should have Periscope at that doctor's visit. Oh, that would have been a hit. <laughs> that would have been weird. Uh, we should call Shregs because yeah. uh, we, we didn't catch up with Shregs last week. While we're he hosted on, America's pregame. Dialing up uh, Shregs. We have another viewer email. Let me read this Make one, sure you guys. send us your emails. Just visit jandan.com. Uh, uh, send us your emails. We love to get them. And we're eventually going to start a, uh, a viewer email of the month, and you'll get a gift package. Now, uh, if you go to jandan.com, contact Jay and Dan right on the top there. Just click that and send us an email. This subject is Toolsy the Storyteller. <laughs> it's from Robbie Steves. It says, hey, Jay and Dan, huge fan of the pod. After you got abused by Jay and the radio host on last week's pod, the radio host being Kevin from Kevin and Beam, I just want you to know that I get abused just as bad as you do for my lacks of execution on my storytelling. Keep the stories coming, Toolsy. I appreciate them. Us storytellers got to stick together. That's from Robbie Steves. I don't know where he's telling stories, just randomly telling stories to friends. I'm just a pig farmer from Peterborough. And uh, they're not going over well, but uh, thank you, Robbie Steves. That's got to feel good to you, Toolsy, right? Some solidarity? Robbie on Team Toolsy. (laughs) You know who's a great storyteller? Lil Sketch. About a cello coming through big time. Wow, Patrick. Hope you're doing well in heaven, bud. <laughs> Rest in peace, buddy. Hey, by the way, speaking of uh, David Featherstone, who's on this camera, I don't know if we can get a shot of him, Mike, and uh, and he's got a new Jay and Dan t-shirt, which I love. And you got to follow Jay and Dan on Instagram, at Jay and Dan. Go to our new Look Instagram site. We're going to be showing all sorts of cool it stuff. It says, the Jay and Dan podcast, good for your ear holes. Yeah, it's... Uh, we got a, uh, and you're wearing obviously the blue shirt, and then yeah. Botticello's rock and the why not a shirt. So why not eh? Can get all that on jandad.com. Shregs, we're hawking our merchandise. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. I miss you. You know, I think Bill Simmons' departure from ESPN is dominating <laughs> all the American sports media blogs. But I've gotten hit up by a, quite a few Canadian sports media blogs asking, "Where have you been on the podcast?" Yeah. I told them, "No reason to be alarmed. It's not a salary thing. We're good." It's just a bit, a bit of a scheduling. I haven't been able to get in there, but yes, uh, sports television, eh, question mark. They were hitting me up nonstop, and uh, there were a few other big Canadian media sites that have been sports. asking me, but I told them, no, no beef, we're all good. Was that your attempt to say A? Yeah, A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shreks, we haven't spoken to you since the, uh, the NFL draft, which is your Super Bowl. I loved it. Dan, I haven't spoken to you since... The 300-person affair you hosted at Hockey Manitoba Night. Yeah, that's right. It was awesome. It was actually uh, 700. Yeah. <laughs> Draft was great. Uh, unbelievable night in Chicago. Unbelievable week in Chicago. And then the NFL just blew up this week with this Patriot stuff. So the NFL, there never is quite quite an off season, and I love being a part of it. Shregs, very quickly. I, I know you're bored of, of answering this, but we got to get your take very, very quickly. You've been on Fox News. You've been on Fox Business Channel all over talking about Deflategate. Your opinion about the four-game suspension and the fines and the two draft picks being taken away. Okay, the penalty was just about where I thought it was. I was on TV a bunch the past couple of days, and even beforehand when the investigation came out, I said three to four games seems about right. What's going to be fascinating now, and we're recording this podcast on a Wednesday evening, 
um, is how the appeal process will work. It's not to get into all the legalese of it all, but they just hired some real powerful lawyers, including Jeffrey Kessler, who has been des- described as a hemorrhoid in the NFL's ass the past <laughs> couple of years. He is the ultimate litigator when it comes to these type of things. He'll be working with Brady. They might get all this overturned. I don't care about Brady. I'm more fascinated in the Patriots versus the NFL storyline because this is the premier team in the NFL. And, you know, the Saints are not a premier team. But when the NFL threw the book at the Saints, they kind of turned their back on the league office, meaning NFL Network. You know, they watch, you watch a Thursday night game. Afterwards, a winning player comes over and hams it up with Rich Eisen and Steve Mariucci. The Saints, they get on the bus and they go home. They don't participate with the NFL Network. They don't acknowledge the NFL much. They kind of run by their own rules. It's one thing if you're the New Orleans Saints. It's another thing if you're the New England Patriots and the defending Super Bowl champion. So very curious to see how this all plays out. Does Goodell show up week one and, and grace the Foxborough crowd? Yeah, what kind of welcome is he going to get? Do they lift the banners on Thursday night? So interesting. And, Dan, I know you love money. And I know Dan O'Toole loves to know how much money people are making. Well, Robert Kraft and Robert, Roger Goodell are very good friends, or they were very good friends, and I think this relationship is forever fractured, and we're talking about the 1% of the 1%, and when you get those type of guys and those type of egos and suddenly you're on different paths, it could be interesting. The Patriots could be a real rogue team, and they could be wearing jerseys that are similar to the uh, – how did Jay describe it last week when you're talking about his bowel movement? The uh, Oakland Raider home jersey. That's what they might be moving forward, and I think it's fascinating. They've always been the villains of the league. Now they can be like the uber villains just in time for Star Wars. Shrags, uh, Terry Bradshaw appeared on our network uh, on Tuesday, and uh, his soundbite got picked up by a lot of people. He said, if uh, Tom Brady is so innocent, why isn't he just uh, giving everyone access to everything, his cell phones, his computer, all that? Your take on that. Yeah, and Teddy Wells, who is the investigator on this one, said, I wasn't asking him to hand over his phone (laughs) and leave the room. I was just asking him to show us the communications around this particular topic. And when it comes to that, I mean, if he's not asking for his phone, he's like, just, just show us. I think Bradshaw's in the right here. Like, just show him what you got. And if you're guilty, look at them and say, okay, you got me. It's one game. Maybe it's a couple, you know, it's a couple slaps on the wrist and a couple draft picks. But the fact that Brady was so defiant in not giving up this stuff and the fact that Goodell and his entire office let Robert Mueller, when they were being investigated about the Ray Rice video, see everything and just hand over their stuff, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, why shouldn't we – play by the same rules as you guys so man Bradshaw came out swinging I love that he did it on Fox Sports and I love that Fox Sports one was making news today Shregs um on a lighter note uh it's you not that heavy dude as, as Brady said when they first did this this isn't ISIS I mean it's not that heavy well but it's it's so fascinating because now it's like it's like Boston fans against the world now it seems you know like it's like yeah this... and, I, and I love I love that because it's like you know these Boston fans it, they can't have it both ways they want to play the oh we're just a bunch of blue collar Southies <laughs> that never win you know <laughs> and then in the same breath it's Boston fans who have won I guess you know the Bruins have won the Celtics have won the Red Sox have won the Patriots have won they've all won in the last decade uh, and I feel like I'm just talking to a bunch of Bill Simmons, you know, wannabes who are, you know, oh, you know, it's us against the world and we've had it so bad for so many years. It's tough to play the blue collar, we've had it so bad, and the world's against us routine when you win every year. I think the more frustrating thing for me is they would have won anyway. And all they've done is sort of tarnish their legacy now. And whether they can't give a shit about that, maybe they don't give a shit about that. But for me, it's like 
there's always now going to be a valid argument that they cheated, not once, but twice, and maybe more than that. And then everyone, you know, everyone in Boston says, well, everyone cheats. But no, everyone didn't get no, caught like you guys did. They don't. And you're right. And, you know, it's funny. There's always been two narratives with Brady that are very conflicting to me. One of the narratives is sixth-round pick out of Michigan, and no one gave him a shot, and he was, you know, not the most athletically gifted guy, but just has always worked the hardest. And then there's the other narrative where it's, okay, you're all jealous of him because he's, you know, the richest man in the world and he's got Giselle Bunchen and he had, you know, whoever else before that and goes to the Met Gala and all this stuff. So they kind of conflict. Is he the small-town shucks guy who's made the most out of nothing or is he the guy that we're all jealous of? And now I think there's a third narrative and it's this, this guy who might be cheating. And I think it's fascinating because we hold these athletes up on such a pedestal. Now, he hasn't done anything morally wrong where you're going to say, oh, my God, you know, this is something I can't even look at this guy. He didn't do Ray Rice. He didn't do Greg Hardy. But that said, how do you hold him up on the same pedestal as a Troy Aikman, as a John Elway, as a Joe Montana, which he's always been in when there is this giant asterisk now hanging over his name? Am I the only one who feels bad for Tom Brady because the ball boys were making fun of him between each other by text? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the hidden narrative that we haven't discussed in detail. I love that. I love that these these poor ball guys, poor ball guys, but these ball guys are being described on like Fox News as low level employees and like like the scum of the earth. These guys, everyone's like, oh, and two equipment managers who are basically the bottom of the barrel human beings in this earth. They're talking about Brady. I was laughing. Uh, okay, this is the lighter note I wanted to talk about. Shrek, yeah. we have something for you. Here we go. Mike Botticello, your best friend here at Fox, is going to play just a quick clip. Here it is. Okay. New menu items. Take a look at this. Here at Olive Garden, you can now get our signature breadsticks as the bread to our delicious sandwiches. But you'll also continue to get unlimited breadsticks in addition to the breadstick sandwich. Then try our new never-ending breadsticks even after you leave the restaurant deal. We'll make sure everyone goes home with an old shopping cart full of all the piping hot <laughs> breadsticks you can fit in your car. And with our new, new, all-you'll-ever-eat-again-is-breadsticks deal, we'll send a trained Olive Garden baker to break into your house and prepare batch after batch of warm, toasty breadsticks. Even after you say, that's quite enough breadsticks, he'll still be there cranking out breadstick after breadstick until you call the cops. Breadstick Garden. When you're here, you're breadsticks. Uh. That's good. That's good. Yeah, so so I'll give you a little backstory on this because now I'm tight with the Olive Garden folks. Here's the story. Um, you know, obviously, I, as, I, as I came on and kvetched to you guys six months ago, look up that word, guys. Google kvetch. All right, so as I kvetched to you guys about six months ago, a, uh, a Wall Street financial firm came out and had this whole report about how they, they give too many breadsticks away and there's not enough salt in the pasta and they're just, you know, whatever. They were killing my beloved Olive Garden. I said, just back off. Well, it turns out a new financial group is now working with the Olive Garden guys at Darden and what they're doing is they're saying, let's make the most out of these breadsticks. Let's embrace the breadstick. And I think it's a wonderful idea. So now we're going to get chicken parm on breadsticks. Oh, my God, I can't wait. <laughs> and I'm at Fox Business earlier this week, and there's a guy named Anthony Scaramucci, who you guys might need to bring on the podcast. His name is Anthony Scaramucci. His nickname on the street is The Mooch, all right? And this guy is a big heavy hitter in Wall Street. Michael Lewis would describe him as a big swinging you-know-what. So he's a big hitter. He has a show on Fox Business Channel on Saturdays, and he had on the guys from Olive Garden earlier this week. I watched this live. The first time I heard about this was me on TV watching, hearing about a chicken parmesan on breadstick sandwich. My mouth was watering. I think I just ate every imaginable food possible, just imagining the wonderful thing that would be this beautiful sandwich. And, Pete, aren't there, uh, there restaurant sales up? Like, Olive, Olive Garden is back. Like, 
they, they were oh, on yeah. a, a downturn, but now they're back. Yeah, of course they are because they're the restaurant that won't quit. I mean, they're unbelievable. They're, they are the uh, they are the the rags to riches story that you should all be getting behind. And I'll say this: there are a few Olive Gardens in New York cop. City. What? Mike hit a wrong sound drop. Oh well, the that's why. Bob hey, where's Patrick this week? He's dead. <laughs> Is he really or no? He died. <laughs> <laughs> That, he, was a, that was a sheepish laugh. I was like, oh, is he really? Uh, no, he's uh, he's in Charlotte uh, leading up to the NASCAR All-Star Race this Saturday. Uh, we made sure to fly him out uh, a week in advance. <laughs> oh, that must be nice. That's good. Okay. Um, anyway, man, man, if I could get some of the jobs they give away at that place. Anyway, uh, speaking of the Olive Garden, it's, it's delicious. It's wonderful. But in New York, it still doesn't have that same street credit, say, some of the fancier chefs, but I will still walk in that place. I will still put my $10 down. I will still enjoy that salad, that salad and breadsticks. And if any of your listeners are ever in New York, I'm telling you, tweet at me. I'll get you in there. We'll go together. We'll have a wonderful night. How, it, we need to make that an annual tradition well, where I, Jay and Dan pod listeners go to New York and have lunch with Schrager. Maybe that's like a contest yeah. we could do. Well, maybe we maybe should try on. this. Schrager, we, we yeah. don't. We'd love for you to be the spokesperson for Olive Garden, but if we got you as an extra in one of their commercials, yes, would that work? God, oh my God, so yes, good. and I would be smiling my face off. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to do twenty takes. You'd just be looking at the camera every time. Yeah, no, it's great, guys. Who's sponsoring this podcast? It absolutely should be the Olive Garden. Yeah, it should be. They would be good. They would be good. Hey, I, I have be... one last story before I go. Shregs, one it's them. It's story. them or Body Glide, one of the others. So <laughs> yeah, we'll Body see. Glide. I heard that. The email last week. Wow. When a CEO comes and emails you directly, you know you've made it. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sitting in a very, very fancy restaurant on my birthday. Okay, it's it's my wife taking me out. I'm almost ashamed to be in such a nice place. I'm underdressed, the whole thing. And I'm sitting there, and it's one of these places where celebrities go. Jay, you've been to this restaurant. Maya Lino, okay? Big spot in New York City. Gramercy Hotel, right? I'm looking around. I'm seeing. My neck is craned. Who am I going to see tonight? Am I going to see one of the real housewives, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) I'm so excited. And sure enough, this guy comes over to my table, and he's staring at me. And my wife is like, this guy's creeping me out. What's, What's this story? And he just goes, hey, Shrags? And I go, yeah? And he's like... Big fan of the pod. I go, what? I go, what? I'm so happy. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm from Winnipeg. My name is Dave. And he goes, this sure beats the Olive Garden, huh? And that was blown away. Unbelievable. I love it. And then what? Did you guys go out for drinks after? Maybe uh, hit the 21 Club or something well, like that's that. That's the funny thing. I wake up the next morning and he's making me coffee, and I'm just like, "Wow, we had such a night. It was wonderful." <laughs> love it, Peter, and great to have oh, you back on the right. podcast. Danny, I love you. Jay, I love you. Botticello, I even like you. Yeah, <laughs> you're a great man. Oh, and the great, uh, great edition hey, of no the Peter Schrager podcast. Hatchet, Molly Hatchet. What oh, yeah, yeah. Stump Jim. <laughs> what was that, Mike? Uh, great podcast this week. Guest Mark Leibovich and Ben Volin. Yeah, oh, yeah. Peter more Deflategate talk. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, boy. He really, he yeah. really gave you a plug there. Yeah, man. well, that's it. Okay, Pete's yeah. gone. See you, Pete. He's had it. Bye, guys. Peter Pete. Schrager. You can follow him on Twitter. Uh, he, he's always breaking news in the NFL at P Shrags. That's P S C H R A G S. P Shrags. Schrager bomb. Can we clip off for next week how awkward that was? Yeah, ending that crickets. Interview? That was gave great. me nothing back. That uh, was great. I, I kind of feel for me. He didn't know if it was over. I. 
He was on a cell phone. <laughs> no, that's just the best. That's just the best. I, love I think it. I took it personal. <laughs> uh, before we take off, because we have a hard out today. Yeah. Um, this Jorge Posada ump farts. What is this? I've never heard of this. Do we have the clip, Mike? Yeah. Um, Here we go. Jorge Posada was asked. TMZ. This is TM, a TMZ clip from today. Jorge Posada, recently retired Yankee catcher, uh, talking about ump farts. Uh, umpire farts. Umpire farts. The man who called the balls and strikes. Balls and they called the outs. Right there. Misty! <laughs> Mop. Mop. You're out! Foul ball! Fair! Foul tip! <laughs> there it is. I'll strike! More on first oh. base, not catching. Really? Yeah. Hey, did anybody, I have to say, anybody pass gas in your face? Uh, yes. Who was more more umpires than, than players? Really? Yeah. But I returned the favor back. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Anyway, congrats on the book again. Okay, here's the my thing about that. If you think about where the umpire is oh, lined horrible. up, wouldn't wouldn't Jorge be farting at the umpires more than the umpire? The umpire is just farting into nothing. Yeah, but his uh, the butt is right at the catcher level, so he's getting he's he's chewing that. Maybe maybe it's <laughs> coming around to him, but he's behind him, so maybe the gas is going that way. Who who thinks to even ask that question? TMZ. TMZ. All over it. <laughs> All over on TMZ parts. Sports. All over it. Um, before we go very quickly, we got one more six degrees of engineer Jim to ask Jim about. Oh yes. Courtney Love. In light of this montage of heck. Uh, Kurt Cobain doc, which you said you watched the last half hour of. Yeah, yeah, K- kind of a depressing doc, I think. But a little bit. The whole the whole thing is really sad. I mean, come on, Kurt Cobain was. But the first two, like the first two hours were neat. Or the first hour was neat because you got a real. You explored the mind of an artist. Yeah. Like it was neat in that sense that yep. you had all these audio recordings. He animated it, and so you really got to see how he like. Developed, but his you song. knew what was gonna, how it was going to end, and just felt so bad yeah, for him. Just, yeah, True enough. And, True and, enough. And it's like Titanic. Just, uh, so Courtney Love. Um, yes. 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 Unbelievable. Now we don't have music because uh, Patrick's dead. Okay, so it's a little bit uh, a little roundabout way. Okay. Okay. Um, actually, you have a couple of ways. Okay. One is. I am friends with the Zappa family, and uh, Gail Zappa is friends with, um, oh my God, brain fire, I just, uh, Hustler. Oh, Larry Flint. With Larry Flint. Flint. Yeah. Uh, Gail's friends with Larry Flint, and uh, I have met Larry on a few occasions with the zappas and stuff like that at parties and things like yeah, we that. We need to get into that in a future podcast. And uh, Courtney Love was in uh, the uh, Hustler movie there with Woody Harrelson. She played his wife, right? Yeah, yeah. she played his wife. I think she so, got an Oscar nomination for yeah. that. Uh, she did, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to remember the movie. I'm sorry, you guys. People versus Larry, Larry Flint. People versus Larry Flint. That was catching what? me off guard. So that's that's a connection. That yes, that's, connection. That'll, that'll do. Because I'll say this: now you probably saw a couple of clips of Courtney in that doc. She has the manic nature of a, a of an addict. Like it's uncomfortable yeah. to watch. Her. Yes, definitely. Like, just like, but she's just all over the just map. just all over the map. Chain smoking, can't really get her thoughts together. Yeah. 
What's she doing now? I think it. Uh, you know, I think she was definitely in that dock. There were moments where it sure seemed to me like she was using. Oh, for I sure. Mean? I mean, when no they were in the apartment together for oh, that year. Yeah, I think even even when they were with uh, the baby. Yeah, like in the bath and all that stuff. It seemed really kind of gnarly. Oh. Some of that, but um, the other connection also through that movie would be uh, hanging out with Willie Harrelson on Willie Nelson's bus. Whoa. And, Whoa, uh, time Courtney, talks. Courtney, uh, Willie, yeah, Woody. Yeah. Hmm. Good okay, times. wait. We got to cut we got to cut that off cuz we got to explore yeah. that story next week. Sure, hey. Harrelson. We'll and get she is, uh, she's touring with Lana Del Rey this summer. Oh yeah, right, right. Lana Del Rey, and, my uh, least favorite artist for the last 15 years. Her guitar tech with Hole too is a buddy of mine and uh, when we all play golf, we we go out, it's like the Van Halen Road guys, the Guns Road guys, and the Motley Crue guys. It's a good time at the Oh, that's at one degree then. That's just a so, guitar tech. Yeah. Okay, we're we're gonna get into the Woody and Willie on the bus in the next pod. But in quick research on Ingelberg Humperdinck, he had a show, the Ingelberg Humperdinck show, and Tom Jones appeared on that show. Come yes. on, boom, there boom. we go. Boom. Bought a celebration. Crack research. Thank, thank you, thank you for uh, helping me out with that. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for being here, offering your expertise and your uh, wonderful stories uh, about the world of music and, uh, and beyond. Uh, my my pleasure. I wish I could have knocked that intro out of the park. That no, you did. Me. You did, and and I felt bad we didn't let you chime in on the Brady discussion, but I knew I knew you wanted to because <laughs> yes. you love you love yeah. your pats. Uh, but yeah. uh, engineer Jim at engineer. You're the number underscore. one cop on the force, Bobrovsky. There it is at engineer underscore Jim. Dan already mentioned Peter Schrager. At Micklehouse is Mike Botticello. Dave Featherstone, are you on Twitter? No, he's not. You got to get on Twitter. What a great guy. At Jay and Dan Pod. And a big reminder for you, we are now on Instagram. And it's just at Jay and Dan. At Jay and Dan. We're going to post a ton of stuff uh, from the podcast. In fact, maybe Dan and I will take a picture today uh, of us with our Anne Murray albums. And to go there and like that, follow us on Instagram. At Jay and Dan. JayandDan.com if you want to contact us. Thanks for uh, listening to the pod. It was just a pleasure to have you here i just signed on to jane dan on instagram today that's all you have to Great do yeah. just a click it's yeah. so easy it was awesome engineer jim also on instagram if you want to follow love Ann's face here what the f- are you looking at yeah that's what I'm she's saying there i'm ann f- murray you gotta you wanna go <laughs> i'm f- ann murray <laughs> i'll skull f- you <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs>